It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, The Real Ed Oliver, with my co-host, my guy, Brandon Scott. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today, we're going to recap Denny Avdia's game against Serbia, against Nikola Jokic. And then also, we're going to get to some hot takes that subscribers and listeners uh, submitted on Twitter and on YouTube. We're going to get to that to end the episode. But Brandon, uh, the Israel team, they lose to Serbia. I got to look up the score here, but they fought hard, man. They did. They fought really hard and they really kept it competitive for a, a lot of the time in the game. They lost 78 to 89. I think it was it, it got a little ugly in the fourth. So they were only down by two in the fourth quarter, 63 to 65. At some point, I do have some notes of why that lead got bigger than what it was um, on that run. They went on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter. But what were your main takeaways from that game and what did you see from Denny that you liked? And then we'll get we'll start with the good and then we'll start with some stuff that we want to see improvement, some improvement areas from that game as well. Um, I like what I saw from the team overall. Um, they stepped up to the challenge. I mean, they they probably knew they were massive underdogs going against you know Serbia because they're you know they're a powerhouse man. Um, you know you got an you know you got an MVP on the team in Jokic man. So you know they overall as a team they fought hard. Um, as far as Denny, you know he contributed. You know. As always, you know, most defenses are going to center on him. But, I mean, let's see, I mean, 14 points, you know, six rebounds, five assists, got a block. Um, one turnover, which was uh, last last game, actually last few games was an issue with the turnovers. One turnover, you know. So, um, I, I was I was impressed because I did not see them beating Serbia because, like I said, Serbia is just they're, – they're a monster. So, you know, overall, they, they played well and kept it interesting – throughout the whole game. Like you said, the fourth quarter was sketchy, but, you know, very impressed considering. Definitely, yeah. I like the uh, in-and-out dunk that he had kind of in transition. Went with his right hand, in-and-out, went up and flushed it. I love that. Um, took a charge to start the game off. So he had a they had a, a tough foul call on him that he, he was arguing with the refs about. Um, and also we talked about last game, how they were doubling him. Poland, they – was uh, you know, Poland, they guarded him. They doubled him. At the point of attack, every time they, that he brought the ball up, ball up, they made sure that they wanted to double him. Serbia, they didn't double him much, so he was able to, you know, take advantage. Of, I think he took advantage of not being double, and he got the ball in the post more, which I want to see Wes Ensel Jr. do that too. Give him the ball in the post where he can really create. He can make. He made a really beautiful behind the pass, behind the back pass that went by Jokic's head to the big man, and he made the layup. So, and that was Denny um, out of the post right there. Um, but overall. 
Serbia, they knocked down a lot of threes. Um, and they run, of course, they run their, their offense through Jokic. Jokic hit a three. He was just basically unstoppable in the post as well. Got to the line a couple of times, too. Some other guys stepped up, too. I thought Yon Madar played a really good game, too. He had a couple threes. Um, I'm sorry, I don't, I didn't get some of these guys' names down, but number 15, he was a big. I thought he played really hard, too. Blatt is a really good playmaker. His last name is Blatt. He's a really good playmaker as well. But from the first half, um, he had a pick and roll turnover. He tried to get the ball to Sorkin. Right, uh, he he forced it. Um, then he hit a he knocked down a three pointer as well. I love the dunk that he that he did in the first quarter as well, and had a nice pass to Yam Yam Madar for a three. Um, they did go Israel did go on a run when Jokic was on was on the bench, and then he was on the bench as well. Um, I didn't like in the first half. Gal McKell tried to take a charge and got a technical foul for it. I thought that was a terrible call in the in the second quarter. Um, also, Denny hit a step back three at the, at the end of the corner. At the end of the quarter, that his shooting, you know, that's that's a swing skill for him where he hasn't shot the three ball well his first two years in the league, and you know he's hitting step back threes, which he's done multiple times uh, throughout the uh, Euro Basket tournament. So um, he did drop a pass when he was cutting to the basket, but I'll, I'll talk about the good things that I saw first. Um, the behind the back pass, I love that. Um, I wrote down that when he's posting up, he's very creative offensively. He gets things going for other guys. Um, and then he hit another three at the top of the key to end the game. Like you said, he had 14 points, uh, finished with uh, six boards of five assists, shot two for two for four from the two point line, three for eight from the three. So I made three threes, made one free throw off of an and one, had a tough and one, had one block and one turnover. Um, so what were some improvement areas that you saw from the game for Denny? Um, we always say, you know, dealing with adversity, you know, you go against a team like Serbia, you know, you're going against an MVP like Jogic, you know, a lot of pressure, you know. They took an L, but he responded to the pressure. You know, like you said, three from eight from three. You know, he, he's showing confidence behind the three-point line. That's what you want to see. You know, you always see, you always, you know, even on games where he's not scoring too much, you still see the rebounds. You still see the assists. You know, so the vision has really t- taken a step forward. So the, those are big improvements from the, his previous two years in the NBA is just the confidence. When he's confident, he and, you know, and, and they really – Feed off his athleticism. The dude could be unstoppable. He's he's an athletic freak. You know, he, he with the shot coming in, man, I'm, I'm excited. So, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Using him as a point forward, a guy using his vision as well. Um, the one the one thing that I saw, yeah, he did drop a pass where he had a backdoor cut. He dropped the pass when he was cutting to the basket. Um, and that, that's really about it. Um, he, did, he went three for eight from the three, which is not bad, which is, you know, he knocked down three threes. He did. He did miss a three off the dribble as well. He did force a shot on Jokic where he shot it, went off the side of the rim, and he kind of fell back. Um, but otherwise, I thought he did a good job uh, for the most part in this game. It's just only thing overall from what I've seen in the first four games of Eurobasket for Denny. Um, you know, the first game he had twenty, he had about twenty twenty one points, um, and then the second game he had twenty three. So you know, he's just been. 20, he had 23 in the first game, 23 and 15 boards against Finland. And then he had uh, 21 against the Netherlands and then three against Poland and then 14 versus Serbia. So we just want to see him be consistent. And, you know, during the regular season, we've kind of seen him, we've seen him have some good games and then he'll go through a slump. So he had two good, two good games, one underwhelming game and then a good game. So we got to see how he does against Czech Republic. Now Czech Republic, they play them tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. Eastern time. They have Jan Vesely. They have Tomas Sadaransky. So some familiar faces for the Wizards. <laughs> you know, what are you looking forward to in that game? 
Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Denny having a coming out party. I think that, mm. you know, and I want to see a matchup with Tomas, you know, because mm. Tomas is a taller guard. He's, you know, he's got a wider wingspan. You know, I want to see how he plays against a taller guard. Um, I'm interesting. I'm interested to see uh, Don Vesley if he's improved his game at all. But you know, no, I think it's a coming out party this next game. You know, because like I said, I was impressed with the matchup against Serbia. Because I mean, honestly, I thought Serbia was just going to run with the game. And you know, Team Israel, they they really impressed me. You know, like I said, it's not just Demi. You know, um, they got a, a nice squad. You know, Gadadis when they. I mean, there's a lot of good. <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of good players in that team. So, um. Yeah, I want to see how he performs against Tomas, you know, especially if he's a primary ball handler. You know, how does he play against a taller guard? Right. Yeah, Jokic had 29 points and 11 boards. Um, I don't I don't see anybody from Czech Republic doing that. Um, Jokic, he, I mean, he just had a, he just put on a clinic. He really did. And I talked to Iran again, Iran Sirocco. He said that was Serbia's closest game for the whole tournament. So, I mean, they, they like you said before, they they put up a good fight against a really good team in Serbia against a uh, perennial MVP player in Nicole Jokic. So I was impressed from it. I thought they put up a really good fight. And this game, um, if they win this game, I think they go to the next round. Or uh, people watching from Israel, you can comment down below and explain it to me. I've been trying to learn about Eurobasket as much as possible. We have. So just comment down, you know, the the tournament style, the tournament, you know, rules and whatnot. Just comment that down because I've we've been trying to learn and, 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 and get it together. But I thought Denny overall had a good game. I really like the, the, the three – at the end of the quarter, the step back through, and I like the end one that he had in the behind the back pass. So, but we're going to get to you guys' hot takes real quick. And then, of course, playing against Jan Vesley, I'm intrigued to watch the Wizards legend. We all remember when he got drafted and, you know, the, the crazy kiss to his girlfriend and whatnot. We know how that story went and ended up in, for the Wizards. Um, but before we do get to that, talking about hot takes for the Wizards season, you guys' hot takes. This episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. If you haven't tried Bilt Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Bill has done it again. Let me int introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs that have a light. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Run to Bilt.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be, a per be the perfect treat or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. What's great about Bill is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 in all caps. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so let's get to these hot takes that you guys submitted here. Um... We're going to, me and Brandon are going to submit our hot, hot takes as well uh, towards the end of the video. But first, this is this was submitted from t from Twitter. Um, no Bricks New on Twitter, a long time Locked On Wizards listener. Uh, he says, last year I gassed this with 50 wins and I like this team better than that one, the one last year, he's saying. 
three laughing, two laughing emojis and kind of like a, a sick face emoji. He says, I won't say 50, but I will say second round of playoffs. If we avoid Boston and Milwaukee in round one, we will make the second round. Hashtag new, new has spoken. What do you think about that, Brennan? Um, I think best case scenario, I can see that. You know, we always say we haven't seen, you know, Brad play with KP and Kuz yet. So, you know, I think this is a good squad. You know, like you said, it's not so much a big three. It's kind of, you know, a good three. But I think that all three are really high ceiling players that if best case scenario, I definitely see that. So I totally agree. You know, I'm, like I said, there's still a lot of unknowns because we haven't seen them play yet. But, you know, and, and it's been a while because we've seen the second round. But, um, yeah, if everything goes right, I could definitely see that. So I totally agree. Yeah, I could. I could. I personally, I if I, if I had to bet money, I don't have us, you know, get into the second round. I think that would be best case scenario. I think that is a hot take. I think that's a, a good prediction. I'm not going to say bold, but I think it's a good prediction. I think. Um, like news said, um, he said he's not going to gas for 50 wins because I, I, um, I'm not going to say I fell for the banana in the tail, tailpipe or I got hoodwinked, bamboozled. But, you know, after the 10 and three start, I was like 50 wins, you know, before the season started, I, I think I said like 43 and 39, but they look so good defensively. And, you know, Montrose Hero looked like an MVP candidate and I just really bought him for 50 wins. So I'm not going to fall for that again. The Wizards haven't won 50 games since 1979. So I'm not going to go that far. Just like new said. Um, but I, I could see a way they get to the second round. You just never know how things shake out. Um, I think, like you said, with this with the solid three, I don't think it's a big three, but I think it's a solid three where Brad, Zingas, and Kuzma could gel together. Denny and, and, and Rui, they have to make a leap. Corey's got to shoot the ball well. Monte Morris has to step up, and Will Barton, they got to step up. A lot of things got to happen. Gaffer's got to step up. A lot of things got to ha- have to happen, and things have to go right for the Wizards to make the second round. The East is just a tough conference. Um, he says, I will say second round if we avoid Boston and Milwaukee in round one. Now, um, I wouldn't sleep on the other teams. You got the Heat. They would be a t- they would be a tough matchup for the Wizards. Um, he said Boston, Milwaukee. I'm, l- I'm just looking up the, the Eastern Conference. The Sixers, too. The Sixers are good. They, they just got Montrose Hero, which is not an earth-shattering move, but I think it's a good backup move. But um, for them to avoid those teams, they would have to get the fifth or the fourth seed because last year, Boston and Milwaukee were the first and second seed. Miami was the first seed. Uh, I'm sorry, Boston was the number two seed. Milwaukee was the third seed. Miami was the first. Philly was the fourth. So they would have to get Philly in the first round. And Philly's known for choking in the playoffs. They are. They're known for choking in the playoffs. You know, Ben Simmons didn't work out last year. They choked in the playoffs with James Harden. Um, So a lot of things would have to shake right for this to happen. So I think they would have to get that fourth or fifth seed to make the second round. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think that what's going to push them over the top is that eventually this season, going towards the deadline, they're going to have to consolidate the roster. You know, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the addition of Johnny Davis. You know, him, you know, you got Kisper. You know, I, I do see a couple of young guys being moved at the deadline and picking up, you know, maybe a 3 and D wing. 
you know? So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of potential. I think the difference with this team as opposed to last year's team is that, you know, you had a lot of personalities that had a track record of, you know, they didn't have, you know, they weren't getting the minutes they didn't like. You know, they, you know, if you look at, you know, Trez in L.A., you know, if you didn't get the minutes you like, you know, there was there was issues. And, you know, we got a lot of the, the issues in the locker room out of there. You know, now yeah. it's a clear-cut leader. You know, Brad Bell's a leader, you know, so there's not a lot of people trying to get in his way as, as far as, you know, taking a, a leadership role. It's, it's his job. You know, that, that comes along with being that guy, you know, and being the Supermax guy. So I, it's a different team. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I think Morris is going to be better than the advertised. So, yeah, I, I can see us making fifth to six. But like I said, it all comes down to, you know, everything working, you know, the, the best case scenario. Because, I mean, don't forget, you know, Kuz and KP are both on player options. So, I mean, we start slow. We have injuries. We have if we're not playing as well. You know, we could be looking at a different team at the deadline. Because, you know, looking from the perspective of KP and Kuz, you know, would you exercise that option for a team that may not be in playoff contention? So, you know, there's there's a lot of variables and you know when it comes to this roster because so I, I can see it, but <laughs> best case scenario is so yeah, I think you brought up a good point. There's with the fit, you know, there's a lot of guys that last year they were fighting for minutes and they were on, you know, aspiring deals. Um last year fighting for minutes and fighting for touches. You know, I think Monte Morris is an unselfish guy. You know, he's talked about the wizards way with West Unsell Jr. I think the chemistry will be there. And, you know, they brought in the Nuggets guys for Wes Unsell Jr. to be com comfortable, you know, just like Ron Rivera with the Panthers, the Commanders. You know, I think we're, we're going to have a, a Nuggets East kind of kind of team. That's what that's what Wes is trying to do and, and emulate or, or, or you know, kind of copy copycat what the Nuggets are doing, you know. And I think Bradley Bill is going to have a better year. I just don't I don't see Brad having a down year again. I think that is an aberration or an anomaly. Um, I think Brad's going to bounce back and have a better year, especially with a point guard that can facilitate. You know, you saw how good this team did last year in the second half of the year with a facilitating point guard where Tomas was passing, was getting the ball to Porzingis and getting out of the way. They just need a point guard that can get guys in their spots, a steady Eddie guy like Amante Morris that can shoot the three, can space the floor. Um, not a your turn, my turn thing that Brad had going on with Dinwiddie last year where, where it just didn't work. Monte's more of a natural point guard. You know, is he is he isn't an elite point guard? He's not, but that's not what the Wizards need. They need somebody that can get Porzingis set up. I think they're gonna run the offense through Porzingis. And I think Porzingis, if he plays at an all-star level again, like he did in 2018, or or in spurts that he has with the Mavericks and can stay healthy, I think that's gonna be huge. And and Brad's never played with a big man talent like a Chris Apps. Um, Kuzma was clutch last year, Gaffer coming off the bench. Um, you know, will the thrill Barton is a, is a, is, a, is an elite microwave score off the bench at times. Uh, he could be a six man end of the year candidate too. So, um, I think there's some factors that do, that definitely could work out in the Wizards favorite fate, uh, favor. I do think the Wizards are a sleeper team. I, I do think they're being slept on heavily. Sometimes I sleep on the Wizards myself, you know, because the East, the East is just a tough conference, but looking at it in a positive light, I think Brad and KP can be a nasty duo, and I do think they can they can surprise some teams. I think they can be a matchup problem. And I think Porzingis can be a matchup problem. He's just he has to stay healthy. So I think this year really does right on the backs of of course you're the guy that you know got the big deal in Bradley Bill, real deal Bradley Bill, and then Chris has Porzingis. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, Wizards fans and really Washington fans. Period. You know, we have PTSD from past teams because you know we've had really good teams come through DC and. You know, they break, his, they break our hearts, you know. So, it, you know, we tend to be a little skeptical. 
But I, I do like this team. I think Monte Morris is going to be a bigger piece than people think he is. You know, because really, a distributing point guard, like you said, is the biggest piece that we needed. And we need a guy that is past first, who's not really trying to, you know, Dinwiddie, you know, he was what he was. He was a combo guard who would score first, you know. And so when he was asked to be a distributor, you know, he just, he was kind of just, you know, was gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like Monte Morris. You know, I liked yeah. him in Denver. You know, I, I wondered what, you know, took so long. You know, obviously playing behind Jamal Murray, but, you know, I thought he should have got a uh, starting gig a long time ago. But, you know, Will Barton come back home, another, you know, big addition. I think it's a solid team. I think we have really good young guys. You know, they're not young guys are going to, you know, high, you know, big prospects. You know, they're guys who, you know, playing in a good system are going to play their roles perfect. You know, so I'm very excited. You know, I – I think KP is going to have a big year. And like you said, I think Brad Bill, man, look, I'm telling you, he's going to have an all-NBA season. I'm telling you, he's going to bounce back. I, I think he's going to take that step. That's your hot take? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real deal, Brad. We need him to bounce back. We need him to step up and be the leader and, and just, you know, on the court, too. Last year, um, you know, he's playing point guard which I thought he did a good job of playing point guard at times. I love the game against the Bulls where he had 17 assists. I thought he did a good job. I know it's not his natural position, and I know people stick their nose up at it when they mention him doing that. And I know the Wizards mentioned him playing point guard at times, but I, he, he won't have to worry about that. He won't have to worry about initiating offense and, and starting the offense, which, you know, it, I think it took a toll on him. Um, he was he was, he was was bad from the three-point line last year, shooting like 30%. Um, I, think, I think another bold – I'm not going to say it's a bold take, but I think he's going to shoot better from the three this year, having a natural point guard where he's not going to have to, you know, run around too much initiating offense. Um, and I'm, I'm just really high on KP. I'm, I'm high. I'm very high on Bearded Porzingis. I'm, I have a really good feeling about Chris Epton. I didn't even mention Rui, Rui yet, but you did mention the consolidation point where they may have to consolidate where, you know, guys aren't fighting for minutes because it is going to be a minute crunch with Corey and Johnny and Rui and Denny. There's still going to be um, a minute. And Will Barton, too, because Will Barton's going to be playing a three, most likely like KCP did last year. Um, and they, they got to step up defensively. They have to be a better team defensively. They have to communicate better. West Hunter Jr. is a defensive-minded coach. So that's what I'm looking for from this team, too. If they do want to talk about just avoiding the playoff, the play-in, and then getting to the second round. So Because right now I do see them in that play-in range, like 8, 9, 10. It, it's going to be a dull fight to be in that because the Cavaliers are – considered to be in a playing range or the Hawks, um, the Bulls, the Raptors. So it's, it's going to be a dog fight to be in that range. The Hornets are a good team. The Knicks, the Knicks improved. They did get better. So it's going to be intriguing. I totally agree. I mean, the East is, you know, there was a time when the West ruled for a long mm -hmm. time. You know, it's, it's not like that anymore. You know, the Eastern Conference is, there's a lot of top-end talent in the Eastern Conference right now. And like you said, you could easily – Go down a list of teams and hit eight, ninth spot, and not even hit the Wizards yet. Mm -hmm. You know, Miami's in the hunt, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. You know, you know, I know there's a lot of mess. That, you know, KD asking for a trade, and you know, mm -hmm. they were talking about you know Kyrie going to the Lakers, but they're together. You know, and Ben Simmons. You know, he's a question mark, but I mean, imagine that lineup. I mean, that's a tough lineup to guard. You know, Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons. You know, Ben Simmons does have talent, and you know he's he he is a good basketball player. It's just a lot of his mental. But you know, I mean, you, this is a stacked conference, man. And but I I, I just for some reason I can't sleep on the Wizards because I just I like the pieces they acquired. They were mm -hmm. under the radar pieces. They weren't flashy. 
you know, Monte Morris and Will Barton aren't going to wow a lot of people as far as off-season move. But, you know, I, I do see KP and Bradley Bill taking huge steps forward. Mm-hmm. Easy. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, we'll wrap up with our hot takes. So you have – there's actually two more hot takes, but we're going to get to them on the next episode. We're going to recap when they play – Israel plays against Czech Republic tomorrow at 1130. So we are going to recap that, um, and then we're going to finish up with hot takes. There's about two or three more hot takes. Um, but my hot take is that Porzingis is going to average a double-double. He's going to make the All-Star game, and he's going to play 70 games this year. I know they're going to rest him sometimes in back-to-backs, but I'm really feeling good about Chris Stapps. I love what I saw in the last 17 games of the year from him, and I love – excuse me. I love uh, how he how he's playing in FIBA. I know it's just FIBA, but I'm not going to disrespect the competition in FIBA and in, in, in the um, qualifiers that he played in, but just the fluidity, the fluidity, how healthy he looked guarding. He was guarding guys out on the perimeter. And that bowls well for him. Maybe he could play at the four and Gafford at the five. So that, that's my high take. He's going to average a double-double, about 24 and 10, and he's going to make the All-Star game. Man, you took my second one, man. <laughs> um, yeah, my second high take, uh, I'm a, my, well, my first one is Bradley Bill will be on all NBA. Mm-hmm. This I'm, okay. He's going he's to take that step. My second one is it's going to be a KP one. KP is going to be an he's going to be an all star. I see two all stars in his roster because I think they're going to take a step forward. I, you know the beard, man. I'm about to grow me one, man, because <laughs> he's just he's been very impressive with FIBA, man. And like I said, you know I'm not going to trash FIBA, man. You know there was back in the day, you know there was a lot of criticism with European players and you know being soft, you know, but that, that's not the case anymore. I mean, you look at Jokic, you look at Doncic. I mean, the list goes on. These guys can play. You know, even you know, even with you know teams like you know um, Israeli team, there's some players on there. I like. To, I'm very intrigued to see if there's going to be a pipeline of more Israeli players going to the NBA because I see a lot of talent there. You know, and then, you know, even the Middle East period. You know, you forget. You know, early on, Turkey was a big pipeline. You know, you had Turkaloo. You, you know, you had. You know, so, I'm, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm intrigued. I like what I see. So. Right, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I can't sleep on FIBA. So, yeah, there's so many guys coming on. The, the bas- NBA is, is so global now. It was global before. Um, but now it's just so many. You look at the all-star teams, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Luka, like you brought up, uh, Jokic. There's so many guys in the all-NBA teams or all-star teams that are playing for different countries right now. It's, it's incredible. It's really there's, there's rising stars, and you can include Denny. In there too, not an all-star or, or yet, but you know he's he's one of a he's one of the guys that can be a really solid, a good player in the NBA right now. So we're gonna wrap it up, and then we're gonna continue tomorrow after they play after Israel plays Czech Republic. We're gonna recap that game and go over some more hot takes. Uh, but before we wrap up, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 and eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So thank you guys for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen. Now subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell and subscribe wherever you guys get podcasts. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.